0: you experience
1: We're back with another episode of The Anarchist Experience, episode 431, a.k.a. Year 9, week 7, uh, coming at you this week. As always, I am your host, Mr. Richie Rich, along with...
0: MC and... KS.
1: And since this is your regularly scheduled Saturday broadcast, you can find us live on the old clubhouse. Uh, the club is The Anarchist Experience, or you can at me, at Riches for Rich R-I-C-H-E-S, The number four, R-I-C-H, and then when we start the broadcast live uh, around 3 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday afternoons, uh, you are welcome to join the club, join the room, participate as much as you'd like. Just do the old hand raise thing, and I'm, you know, I am attentive to the room. If if I'm not always looking at it, I I am attentive to it, so we can participate that way. Um, Usually you don't, that's cool, too, so we'll just carry on like we normally do. Uh, what is going on with you guys this week?
0: Not much. Um, I had an uh, extended argument. I think, I don't remember if we talked about it last week, but I was arguing with somebody about what is a woman. Oh, on Facebook. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, no, we yeah. talked about it a little bit, and then I don't know if I, It's you know, did you have a chance to watch
0: What is a Man by any chance? <laughs> no. Oh, okay, I'm not going to spoil it then. Yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll get to it. Okay. But... Um, so this conversation took a path towards uh, what what is cisgender and and I'm trying to convince this person that uh, cisgender is a nonsense word and okay. how do you determine that well you first you have to define it so I asked the, the gentle person to uh, <laughs> define it and after you know I don't know six hours of back and forth finally did and gave me the Webster definition of cisgender
1: wow it's in webster yeah
0: (laughs) i guess i don't know if it's in there as a slang or anything but i i I know they have a definition but there's
1: now a source for this term yeah yeah okay so he posted
0: it he he said fuck it here it is here's the definition i said okay now now tell me why anybody in the world might think this is like bs or
1: uh, what's the definition
0: by the way i'm curious as to what they wrote down if you recall exactly exactly so (laughs) uh he he couldn't do it. He couldn't think see anything wrong with this statement. Uh, cisgender is a person, uh, or it, it's 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 uh, uh, it's basically assigned to you at birth. It's your gender assigned to you at birth, and uh, there's it's a little bit better than that, but that's the gist of it, right? And so I said, I that makes I wanted no to make sense. It, that's not exactly. even how they use
1: it in context.
0: So, um. Yeah, so uh, to make it more impactful for this person, I was I, I I wanted them to figure out the answer on their own, right? Okay, sure. Based on the definition given, I was like, just 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 read it. Like it doesn't make sense, right? So, uh, I'm still waiting for the response from him. But I sent him. I made a video response of myself, uh, just a selfie video and sent it to him. And he says he didn't see it yet. So still waiting on that. But okay. basically I said it like as calmly as slowly as I could. Why I, it's why it's uh, not uh, it's nonsense. And, you know, I said that, well, you know, your gender isn't assigned to you. <laughs> it, you know, the doctor picks you up, looks at your genitals and they, they observe what it is and they write it down. Yep. Like, oh, male, female, like <laughs> you're a baby boy or a baby girl. Like it's, it's or something else, right?
1: There, there are other <laughs> things, but they're anomalies, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to, quite rare
2: things, but they occur. Yeah,
1: yeah well, they're rare, they're anomalous. We would not consider that consider those things uh, normal in any sense sure. of the
2: word,
0: right? But, yeah, but it isn't assigned, and, and the proof to yeah. that is, is obvious, because what if they picked up uh, a little baby and they saw a penis, and like, oh, I'm assigning this one female, well, give, give it 20 years of this nonsense. and that's <laughs> <a year. laughs> Look, doctors can make mistakes. <laughs> they will not even say it's a mistake. That's, I, no, I, that, the doctor, I get to decide. The kid grows What's up and is like, oh, I'm a boy. Like, oh, my doctor messed up.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's a um, there was the new mover potluck we had this other week. And there's one dude that comes and I don't want to point out any names but he is a breeder like when i met him a couple years ago he had like four or five kids and now he's got like six with one on the way so he is you know he is well above average on breeding into the liberty movement but he had (laughs) he had his like son on his lap and you know he's you know talking about um he's kind of like baby talking the son a little bit but not really in the baby voice because i was sitting there uh because his wife is now pregnant right And, you know, she's like, oh, sir, you like, are you ready to be a a big brother? I was like, well, it's 2023, man, or a big sister. You never know. He's like, well, no, no, no. We're not, we're not, you know, he was all, we're not playing that game. I'm like, I, (laughs) you know, I'm not trying to be offensive or anything. He's like, well, you know, it depends. He's going to have to wait for his kindergarten teacher to tell him. And luckily for him, his kindergarten teacher is his mom. So I guess they're homeschooling as well. But I just, you know, I thought it was funny. Like you never know. You know, they'll they'll just pick it for you at some point. And the and the worse it gets, you know, it's like, well, you can't put anything on there. Although I think I shared this here before. Several years ago, um, for the gender question, right, New Hampshire offered the, your ability on your driver's license, your official documentation, for M F or X. And I was like, Well, fantastic. We should all just put X. Are the US passports the same
0: okay I'm, da- I'm down for mf yeah MF. <laughs> no, i'm kidding,
1: <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> i don't know how good it is but there's a samuel jackson documentary that just came out and i downloaded that too recently but neither here nor there but i was like well what if every what if everyone just put x right as as a form of protest you know how screwed up would the official collection of government data be Right. They would no longer have you know accurate counts on anything if everyone is, if that question was wholly eliminated um, by the overuse of the x option
0: i mean so does that mean they have to come up with a separate prisoner for x or prison for x you know because where do you send them
1: so oddly enough um Aria, one of the co-hosts of free Talk Live, one of the crypto six uh this past week I believe. Um, turned herself into federal prison and she is a trans female born male uh, transitioned female um, I'm going to say on hormones and as far as I know pre-op right she, she hasn't gotten anything cut or tucked um, but is on hormones and did have vocal surgery at one point like spent 20 grand on vocal surgery
2: hmm.
1: and you know I, I came in as like oh that's it And they're like, well, because you hear her all the time, it's going to be a subtle difference. I was like, well, for fucking for (laughs) twenty grand, it should have been drastic. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like who who, who's I can shift my voice a few octaves and not spend twenty grand. You know what I mean? Like I thought this was supposed to be dramatic. Anyway, so she she because I call her she because that's what she prefers. And honestly, amongst friends, I don't give a shit what you ask for. You just tell me, and I'll do my best to accommodate. But so she. Um, is being housed with the male inmates. And she, okay. And she was not too pleased about that, right? Because for the next 18 months, there's the likelihood of of violence and abuse towards her, specifically because she is a trans female.
2: I, I wonder, with the, with the violence, men are more likely to be... Violent and abusive, I suppose, but wouldn't there also be violence and abuse in the women's side? Uh, Yeah,
0: but he's a dude, so he would be able to defend himself
2: (laughs) more. So, yes, but I mean, you know, they they go into the showers and and uh, you know she's going to be different, right? And And when they probably maybe get an erection,
1: (laughs) and and when they go into the shower, when the actual male prisoners, right, these seuss male prisoners, go into the showers right, who is going to be the most likely prey uh, for sexual abuse, right, another mm-hmm. male prisoner or a male prisoner presumed to be female, right, and, and expressing more female qualities, as it were.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, that's definitely a problem with the prison regardless, you know. Yep. Uh, but actually, I think that these documents of uh, birth certificate identification, your gender, should be in pencil, because, you know, maybe you wake up every morning and you, you vacillate between the two. Um, or maybe there's more. You know, maybe yeah. you perceive yourself to be a cat one day.
1: Well, I, th- I think it should be in pencil too because it's, you know, I, I, shared, I know I shared this story on here before. Um, at, at one point, uh, my niece, my sister had my niece A long time ago and she had my niece young and my niece's father was not in her life right so when my sister got married they petitioned the court uh, to amend the birth certificate so that her stepfather was listed on the birth certificate i went you can't fucking do that (laughs) i mean (laughs) it's been 11 years you know or however long it's been. I forget, what, I forget what year she was born.
2: But, you know. So the birth certificate is amended to change who your father was? In her case, yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Her, her birth certificate was changed so that her stepfather was listed as the father on the birth certificate. And she took his name and whatever. And I was like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Right? And you, can, you can have, a, like, a change, but you can't amend the original document, you know? Like, when, when you get your name changed, you have your, you have your birth certificate, then you have to provide this name change document everywhere you go. You know? So people go like, oh, yeah, no, this is the same person. You know, he was born with this name, and now he has this name. And when you change it again, you got to like provide all three now. There has to be like a chain of custody for all this. All, you don't just go back in time and pretend like this happened originally. Uh, yeah, if you're a
0: real anarchist,
1: you do. What, the, a real anarchist would go back in time? <laughs> no, still dumb.
0: I, I mean, I don't know. Like, this if This is another do reason something- not to
1: trust the government documents because they, well, at, at will, will go back and amend it to whatever it is the fuck they want.
2: Sure and they it's will. not even accurate.
1: <laughs> there is no way in hell like this dude had any chance of being her birth father, right? They no. met way later in life wasn't even on the radar at the time could not even have been an accident then yeah sure we'll change that that'll be a hundred bucks or whatever well i don't know how much they paid but whatever it is right just you petition the government right and they will alter the facts of the world
0: so we should petition them to uh change my bank account balance (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, they can change it to zero real quick. <laughs> no, to like, you know,
0: a couple billion, <laughs> at least. Yeah, 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 well, yeah. I mean, if they really want to stimulate the economy, they can give me a couple trillion. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I, and they absolutely but they they won't give it to you. They will give it to their cronies and that's that's already the policy. Yeah. Right. So, they also do that. Right? And then blame blame the greedy corporations for raising prices on everything. I was like you know i'm i'm a i'm a smart guy, I am not that smart right and so with you know with with you on k s you know feel free to ignore this question altogether if you want to, but when the inflation hits, we all you know the the common the common trope is that it trickles down right like somehow businesses recognize that there are more dollars floating around than there are products to spend it on, and they adjust their prices accordingly. And so when we talk about stuff at the grocery store, it's all as well. The producers have seen a price increase on raw materials. So, of course, they have to raise their price, right? How far back can we trace this as far as economic research is concerned? Like, who's, you know, who's the logger cutting down the tree going like, oh, man, we need to get a little bit more money for this log. We're just, we're running out of production in logs because more people just happen to be buying logs at this time for whatever reason. Like, how do, you know... How does it get traced back to the, the like the original price raise as far as raw materials is concerned? I'm genuinely curious if you have an answer. If you don't, we'll move on.
2: About how far? It, I mean, um, you mean what's this? How does the it happen?
1: Yeah, the the government prints more money. Yeah. Right, and then over time, we see a price increase, and for right. the general consumer, the, it's noticed at the supermarket on the shelves of of final goods and services right yeah but we trace that back to the producers who then trace it back to the raw material suppliers right and i'm just you know how far back can we go
2: i I wouldn't say that it's immediately through the cost to the to the producer it's on the demand side because the government's got now this new this new amount of money and when they spend it It goes to certain people in society who are close to the government providing uh, government stuff, maybe a government contract for military weapons or um, paychecks and so on. So they have more money to spend and they start to spend it. And so the products go to those people who have the money to spend. And that means there's less of the product available for the rest of the population. And so then they have to then spend a higher price to get the product themselves. So the bidding up is from the demand side, I would say. And, of course, it it goes on to those resources, but I'd say l- later. The, the first part of the price increase is just from the, de- the government uh, spending money and the people who get it first then start spending it and they get the products. I mean, the guy with the products just... Um, gives the products to the ones who's willing to pay uh, pay the price, and if you get a lot more money, you buy them and you get the products. <coughs> and the thing that bothers me the most about this whole phenomenon: two things. One is the redistribution of wealth in society; it doesn't affect everybody the same. And uh, two, the distortion of um, measures. Uh, for example, suppose that uh, the that an acre or that a gallon. Or that a um, a bushel all changed every day, got smaller and smaller. We would stop investing. we would stop um, we couldn't calculate our business uh, conditions. every we we would throw up our hands in disgust at the at the world if measures were all changing. a foot was no longer uh, you know twelve inches, it was only ten inches. Oh, but the inches are smaller and all too. It would throw out all kinds of economic calculation. And that's what we are experiencing with money. It's a, a measure of value that is changing all the time, getting smaller. And people have tolerated that. In, and it does the same kind of disruption to planning and investment. We would never tolerate that with, with a, a measure of length or width or um, and land area or... <coughs> Volume or weight?
0: Okay.
2: <coughs> I don't know. I guess sorry, I got off on the.
0: No, no, uh, fair. One, I, one I was gold. Listening intently. One gold ounce is one gold ounce, and that's <laughs> that's how you get rid of the the, the shrinking value of, of the dollar. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, but, but I suppose I they seen they just argument. defined
2: a gold ounce as oh, it's only half the weight that it, that a that a single gold ounce was yeah. last year. I mean, you would say that's crazy and yet that's what's happening with money
1: i've seen this argument um on facebook i don't you know again i i read i don't participate but it you know it was the same thing right it it was the same question but it was i forget what the point of the author was at this point but it it was the same thing how come a dollar just isn't a dollar if it's a measure of a thing right It should remain constant against all other things Right.
0: right okay and, the, well, and 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 so not against all other things, because <laughs> well, everything else is changing. Okay, but well, but you
1: know what I mean, right? It's it's it remains constant. Your your gold ounce is always a gold ounce because we have a common understanding, right? Through what millennia uh, of what an of you know what an ounce is, and we can compare that to grams and. Uh, What's it, uh, What's the other one? Grains or whatever, mm. right? There, there are multiple. There are multiple measures for weight, right? But they're they're held constant against each
2: other. And they have a, a, a government agency called the Bureau of Standards and Measures, and you know, on to to standardize yeah. all the measures in the country. And they've got the Federal Reserve Board to constantly diminish the standard of the value of um, money. <laughs> Yeah. The opposite function. And again, I mean, imagine and, and, if, if the Bureau of Weights and Standards said, okay, every year we're going to diminish the size of uh, every quantity of measure uh, by 5% or
1: 10%. Okay. So help, help me understand this. Cause I'm again, now, I, now I'm intrigued. Um, how would you go about standardizing the dollar as a measure? If that's the goal.
2: Well, historically, they uh, standardized it by a measure of quantity of a metal, um, gold or silver. So it was a standard measure. Now, it's true the value um, of gold and silver changed slightly over time, depending on supply and demand between how much they produced of gold and silver and how much people wanted gold and silver. It was pretty constant over a long time because the measure of an ounce of gold was always exactly the same. Okay. How much you could trade it for was, could, could vary. But that's the same, piece, the same thing with a piece of land. You know, an acre of land is still an acre of land, even though you can trade it for different quantities of other things over time. Right. So I- and so it, uh, people chose those metals because they were the most constant you know, the gold did not corrode. It um, right has a high weight to um, to um, uh, weight to value ratio, and uh, very transportable. I mean, there were lots of huge characteristics of gold that made it very convenient. But they could have chosen other things, and they often did throughout history. They tended to favor gold because it was better at keeping its its quantity of value than other things. Right. So
1: there, there was a, you know, again, this is an old question and I think it used to help illustrate the, the purpose of the dollar. And the question is a dollar of what, right? Mm -hmm. Because we don't talk about supply and demand for ounces or a supply and demand for acres, right? We talk about supply and demand for ounces of gold or ounces of silver, an mm-hmm. acreage of land, right? Mm-hmm. It itself is a measure. The other thing is the quantity, right? Or mm-hmm. the, the, the commodity, I should say. So if, if dollar is going to be a measure, right, it cannot also be a commodity.
2: Well, no, the dollar um, was originally the, sp- the Spanish dollar, and that was, a, I think, an ounce of silver. Right. And so it, it was just a... A name that was given to one ounce of silver right, well,
1: but but in that case, you would have a dollar of silver, right yeah, like that's that's, right. that's the measure, so the the dollar itself is the measure, and the of what is of silver right and so right. now a dollar of silver right is a lot less a lot less silver than a dollar of silver was you know fifty years ago
2: yeah, yeah
1: so. The importance well, is the of what mm-hmm. not necessarily trying to trying to correlate dollars with measures if i 'm making sense and I might not be
2: well an ounce of an ounce of gold uh, in one thousand nine hundred and thirty three is still an ounce of gold in 2023 you know 90 years have passed and an ounce of gold is still an ounce of gold
1: right well that's because we're measuring it in ounces
2: and at that time 1933 it was um they the government um, said that well every ounce of gold is convertible into twenty dollars and then they suspended that connection so they would never no longer buy and sell at that amount so now it's closer to two thousand dollars
1: Right, but, but I guess my point is that even if we go back to using that as the example, right, we know, we know what an ounce is generally as a society, right? We know what an acre is, and yeah. dollar we don't because there's no fixed measure for dollar. right? And so I guess my, my point and my rebuttal is we should stop thinking about the dollar as a measure, right, and thinking about it as a commodity, right, like I said, dollar of what, right? If, if the dollar is the commodity, what? how are we going to measure its value if the dollar is going to be a commodity?
0: You have to, well, against everything else.
1: Ounce, ounces of dollars, right, instead of ounces of gold. or How many no, pounds doesn't... of dollars does it take to buy a loaf of bread in Venezuela?
0: Well, we're not there yet, but. Well, we will be. <laughs>
1: right yeah, just stack it up it's all paper no.
0: well it's not going to be paper for long we're, we're getting into CBDCs soon uh fed now this month sometime
1: okay so
0: do me a favor if, as long as we're going to switch topics
1: because i again i was listening to free talk live or beer talk live i don't recall which and they brought up fed now or a caller brought up fed now and forgive me but the way they the way the caller pitched it Right, even though the caller was against it, mm-hmm. they made it sound like a good idea.
0: Uh, I would also say so too.
1: Th- that the pitch is a good idea, or that Fed Now is a good idea.
0: The the initial the first layer implementation is a good idea. Okay, so ex- what, since what since is it? other tell people, me, do, yeah, explain it for everyone
1: listening to this uh, show.
0: Central bank digital currency for the banks. That's what it is first the first layer now there's plans down the road to get everybody on the same thing basically so they can shut every individual down that they want um but uh for the for the time being that so the there's a there's a problem there's a solution so the problem is it takes three to five days to clear checks uh you know going from one bank to another bank
1: and 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 everyone goes bitcoin solves this look it's instant it's instant
0: clearing you know if you pay the miners enough and so so the the solution is to use a digital currency between the banks that's all it's just between the banks it has nothing to do with user accounts and yeah uh, but but you get instant clearing yeah right of bank transfers mm-hmm. right which
1: which again as far as the banks versus bitcoin or the banks versus crypto right levels the playing field a little bit cuz you go like well sure. the problem with the banks is it takes 3 to 5 days for your check to clear And Bitcoin does it immediately. And now they go like, well, now the banks do it
0: immediately too. So let's just stay with the banks. Yeah, they're catching up with one aspect of Bitcoin. Okay. They they won't catch up with the other ones. All right, continue then. (laughs) So the other ones being uh, limited supply and uh, uh, the the ability to transact with Bitcoin without being shut down. So uh, unstoppable payments. Okay. Um, And... Uh, pseudo anonymity, anonymity, anonymity. 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 <laughs> That <stringy>. thing. <laughs> had too much coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No one can say so, that. Yeah. so, yeah. So, yeah. So, with with Bitcoin, someone can open up a wallet, and nobody know, will know who that wallet belongs to until they interface with somebody else or a bank. Right. So, um, that's that's a good that's a good thing. Um, that that means Bitcoin is for the unbanked. Where banks are just for the banked. <laughs> you know? Sure, yeah. So so there's there's a couple aspects that, that yeah, basically they're 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 solving the, the time problem uh, with, with this, with the first layer. Now they're they're later on they're gonna change it to where they have complete control over every transaction that happens, they will know what every single dollar is being spent on. So they'll be able to itemize, and they'll they'll have way too much information on the public. Okay, and and uh, of course the corporations are wanting that information, and they will get it somehow because you know they're cronies, and they'll they will uh, find a way to uh, abuse it for their own profit. And so this
1: first layer is uh, the camel's nose under the tent, then. Right. It's well. Look, you've you've heard of Bitcoin. It's, we do the same thing now. Just stay with your yeah. bank.
0: It, it is it is a Trojan horse um, but it also is a good idea so like if they could just do the first layer it, just to increase the, the speed of of uh, bank transfers then then yeah. that would be great okay. but that's not where they're going to stop so okay
1: so it, generally we the liberty-minded individuals the anarchists that, that like right again I'm I'm not I'm not trying to groupthink my opinion right because you know I went not They're they're pitching this as if it's bad. It seems like a wonderful idea. What is wrong with these people? And I just, you know, I also plead ignorance. But we, uh, as a community, are concerned with the future, not with the present of this FedNow initiative, right? Present seems good. This is good for everybody. Instant clearing, you know, you deposit the check, they get it, boom, it goes to the next guy, boom, everything's done, and you don't have to worry about, ah, oh, I, am I going to overdraft my account because that check didn't post or clear yet? Yeah, it's a good idea. Okay. I, you know, one, one of my coworkers got upset this week because they, they now email us our pay stubs, right? And mm-hmm. so he got the email with his pay stub, uh, but they hadn't deposited the money yet. <laughs> so, because the, the, pay, the email comes in on, like, Wednesdays, and direct deposit day is technically Friday. She's like, oh, great. I got my stub. The money's in there. And then he tried to spend it. and There was nothing there yet. He had to wait a couple more days. So, and okay. And again, forgive me on this one too. Um, I hear the term like the unbanked quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And generally I go, like, who are these people? How prohibitive is it to get a bank account? It doesn't seem, you know, um, there's so many, the, there's it, so many prepaid services now, right? That offer yeah, banking it, services.
0: In the U S uh, it, it seems like it's pretty easy. If you can provide some form of ID that yeah. you can probably get a bank account. Um, in much of uh, the rest of the world, there are second class citizens that uh, are, are kept in that Position not allowed to have a government ID, not allowed to have a bank account. Okay.
2: Um, but they can all get these cell phone accounts sure. now, and that's a fantastic thing. That's opened up the world for, for banking that yeah. that was closed to most people because of the banks. Yeah, so
0: there's apps on phones that allow people to, to uh, deal with digital money now and whether or not it's crypto or just interfacing with the banks in a different manner, like... Say for example, a type of PayPal. Maybe maybe they can get a PayPal account, but they can't get uh, a normal bank account. And so, yeah. But, but they, PayPal they still offers uh, you know the direct
1: yeah. deposit services. Like here, give your employer sure. this routing number and this account number, and
0: boom, now it's in your PayPal and so, account. And so in different in different countries, it might be a, a different app or a different service. At one point in Africa, there was a, a popular uh, ride-sharing app that uh, people were actually using the ride-sharing tokens more than their local currency. Now that yeah. was like 10 years ago, so I don't I don't know. No, I recall if still I still doing that, that story but, from a while back. Yeah. yeah. I just again, I you
1: know, I I tried to think critically about these things and I go Sure. You know, they they in my mind when I hear it, right? Cause again, I'll plead ignorance. I go like they're solving a problem that doesn't exist. Right? There they yeah, can't for, be for that you, many people in America right that can't get a bank account. Right?
0: Yeah, there's, there's relatively few um, I'm, I'm sure there is as far as like, uh, illegal immigrants and stuff like that. Um, you know, there, <laughs> remember the story about the guy who, who, uh, worked un- under the table as a, as a dishwasher, saved up 50 grand, tried to take it back to Mexico, but unfortunately I had to <laughs> he border. took f- physical dollars on the plane. And <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, if he was using Bitcoin, it'd be a lot better for him.
1: Okay. All right. Fair enough. And, but, and okay. So again, like, I'm fine with that, right? But the those up top will say like that's a feature of the system, not a bug, right?
0: That is to prevent what, what to be able to, behavior. Oh, okay. Well, and and it also it nabs uh, uh, justly acquired money probably more often than it does the the criminals.
2: Yeah, My, and then of course that raises the question: Well, who are the criminals? There, people. Well, the, the people stealing, stealing the they money have the right. Well, stealing or, or drug dealing is probably the the biggest thing, and they have a right to do that, in my my view. So the criminal is the government.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
2: Saying yeah. certain kinds of uh, transactions are prohibited.
1: The government is the one confiscating the money. I I'll, I'll, I'll call it stealing the money,
2: right? Yeah, okay. I think that's appropriate to say because all of taxation is theft, and you know they're going after petty cra- petty thieves rather rather than themselves. <laughs> and the the insidious part about them stealing the money
1: right. And the, the way that they've been able to keep it is they charge the money with a crime, right. They don't yeah, charge the yeah, people yeah, with the crime. Right. They charge the money with the crime. And you have to uh, prove that it wasn't in and, order to get it. Right. Back. And, and somehow, somehow, right. The, the American judicial system,
2: um, has allowed that to be the precedent. Perhaps you can fill me in on this. I, I, I know this has existed since the, since the seventies. Um, and it used to be big in the news. Now it's not. Is it that they're not doing it as much, or they do it and we've just, um, you know, it's become old news, so it's not even uh, paid attention to as much anymore?
1: What are you talking about?
2: Um, civil for- forfeiture, civil assets Oh, forfeiture. no, all the
0: time. Yeah. Like MC- yeah, it still happens a lot, and they've, they've made some progress in some states, but... Uh, I, th- I think the federal government still does it a lot, and there's some states that do it a lot worse than others. There, there was an article within the last month that I don't
1: know if I brought it in for show prep um, or if I just got it in passing, but it was the whole town's police force, right, was funded through asset forfeiture. They, just, they would randomly stop people, illegally search them, right? Take their stuff. Take okay. their stuff, send them mm-hmm. on their way, and because they're out-of-staters, right, they're less likely to come back and fight for their stuff. And, you know, so it's, it's a little podunk town, right, on the byway to the freeway, right, the dirt road town, right? And that's all they did. They just, they just stopped passerbys and stole their stuff to get to fund the police department.
2: And if this has been going on a long time, so I imagine the, the citizens of the town are just fine with that. They don't care.
1: Citizens don't, don't care because they're not the ones getting stopped, Right. Well it's, it's a I dude mean, going it, from like Arizona to Louisiana, passing through, you know, Podunk, Texas, right? They get stopped. You know, okay.
2: I mean I would with their vacation. Some money, people right? still do carry that it happens to other people. I mean I mean you know, if your if your town is doing this, uh you know, it's like um I I would still be bothered by it if my town was was doing it even if I'm not directly benefiting by it or you could say well i am direct indirectly benefiting by it because i don't have to pay the taxes for that police department um, but there's got to be some moral qualms that people are feeling as yeah. you and i've just in hearing it
1: well okay so you have a moral qualm against it you you live in a town where this is how the police force is funded right what are you mm-hmm. going to do about it who are you going to go to
2: write a letter to the editor
1: oh and 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 what happens to the editor when they publish your letter
2: or or what happens to me maybe they target me then <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when my,
1: all of a sudden you're driving else. through town and you get targeted <laughs> but they're going but the editor is <laughs> yeah. going to get targeted as well right because they got to drive through that town too right
2: okay but it it doesn't happen in every town so why doesn't it happen in every town then something's preventing it from happening in every town
1: that's a good question i don't know G- the The general outrage of a larger citizenry, perhaps, mm. right? I, 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 would hope that deep down, um, these people know that they are still outnumbered, right? And so, a little mm. podunk town, right, where the sheriff is the highest law in the land, and no one, you know, no one bucks, you know, bucks against him is easier to pull off than a larger city, right? Like New York City police force, the NYPD is like the third largest gang or the third largest military in the world or something like that just based on sheer numbers, right?
0: Mm.
1: And so to have all those officers under the command of like, you know, one police chief going like, we're going to shake everybody down is I would think more prohibitive than the police chief of a unit of five, right? Shake them all down. This is how we, this is how we get paid. We're not, we're not able to tax the citizenry, right? So we will tax the foreigners. And so maybe that's what, you know, maybe in those other larger cities, that's what it is, right? The citizenry already pays their taxes. They don't have the necessity to shake everyone down. So it's not a part they're, of the budgeting process.
0: They're, they're being shaken down already enough. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Who knows? I don't know. I don't have a good answer, but those, yeah, There's taxes are high in, in New York City for sure. Right, and so and so the shakedown isn't necessary, but you know, no, the
0: shakedown's already happening. It's, right. Well, I'm, I'm talking, talking about like I'm sure. talking about the
1: civil asset forfeiture on the side of the road shakedown. Yeah, it's not
0: necessary because yeah. the population pays
1: for it already. But it was it was during the lockdowns, right? I, was it Rhode Island or whatever wasn't letting in New Yorkers? Right. If if you showed up to Rhode Island with you know New York plates on, they just turned you around and sent you back to New York. I think that's who was doing it, right? Gosh, darn foreigners bringing their COVID from the big city. We don't want that around here. So still do it. Small time bandits, you know, road pirates still out there doing road piratey things. So how did that cocaine bag get into the White
0: House?
2: Oh, that's a curious thing. Somebody had said that they, that Hunter Biden had been there and therefore it followed his visit. But I mean, is there any um I mean I could if if a lot of visitors are going through and they um I, I and, and and that's the way I read about that. I mean about I was pleased to see that the newspaper here actually did report about the cocaine bag in the White House okay. rather than just ignore it. Um but they didn't say anything about Hunter Biden. I heard that indirectly on the um, from other sources. Why do you suppose that is? Well I don't I don't know. It's true or it can also be that just um Hunter Biden is just pops up as a as an explanation for everything, or it's so it's true or not true. I don't know.
1: Alright. Well I will do my best to fill you in on the conspiracy part of this then. Good. Um, yeah. Much <laughs> Much like other things that has, has happened under this administration, right, I like to think of myself as a pseudo-detective, right? And if I'm going to be leading the investigation on how a small baggie of cocaine got into the White House, right, sets a precedent, right? When was the last time, you know, a personal bag of illicit drugs was just on the White House floor, right it wasn't a suspicious package that got mailed right it was "Ah, just look at this we just found a bag of cocaine down right outside the oval office or whatever i mean that part's made up i made that up
2: Um, well i'm surprised it even got into the news
1: well okay it got into into this sort of thing
2: happens a lot and it never gets into the news
1: (laughs) well because the the initial news report was white powder found in white house white house on lockdown
2: Oh yeah, okay.
1: right. <laughs> uh, then, upon further investigation, we determined that the white powder was cocaine. Like, oh, okay. So Hunter Biden was there, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's a natural association.
1: Well, okay. As again, so if I'm if I'm if I'm playing detective, right, mm-hmm. and I and I'm I'm on the case on this, right? Hunter Biden is uh, prospect number one, right? Like. He's got a history of drug use, a history of drug abuse, including the use of cocaine, right? If I'm conducting, I'm going to talk to him first, right? I need not go back through the security footage and try to ID, you know, the hundreds of people, hundreds of tourists, right? Meandering through the White House, you know, while on vacation to find which one of them, right? That is not where you start, you start at the, ob- the most obvious thing. I said this, you know, when the, when the Ukraine pipeline blew up, right? Or when the Russian pipeline blew up, right? I said, well, Joe Biden did it. And I go, well, why would you assume that? Like, because he said he was going to do it, you know? Like, you say you're going to do something, and then the thing happens, the first person we talk to is the guy who said he's going to do it, right? You know, I'm not saying you've got to go watch a detective show, But the dude gets into a bar fight. He's like, I'm going to come and kill you, right? And the dude ends up dead later. Well, the first person you talk to is the dude who threatened to kill him, right? And you work your way back from there. So with the the pipeline, you go like, well, if Joe Biden didn't do it, he's definitely suspect number one because he said he was going to do it, right? So you find a bag of, of personal use cocaine in the White House, you know Hunter Biden's in the White House, right? The first person you talk to is the drug addict in the White House. And then if you can eliminate him from suspicion, right, then you move on. But he is, he is suspect number one, candidate number one to talk to about this. So when they go like, well, oh, white powder in the White House. Oh my God, what's going on? Like, ah, uh, oh, it turns out it's cocaine. Oh, okay, so it was Hunter's, right? That's... That is the natural assumption that one should have, uh, given all the other facts. Now we can be wrong, right? Turns out it was you know a tourist who snuck off off to the side to do a bump, right? And rushed back and dropped it on the way back. Right? All right, all right, fine. Yeah. You know, except it was way. in an
0: area of the White House where tourists wouldn't be able to get to.
1: Well, there you go. So who could get there? Right. And, you know, later, later it comes out that one of the Secret Service guys says, like, you know, there is no chance, with all the security screening that goes on, there's no chance that anyone could have snuck that by uh, White House security. Like, their security is thorough, right? Hey, but mm-hmm. who bypasses White- that security protocol? Family members.
2: So... But I'm curious if, if cocaine would help Joe Biden's performance in office.
1: Maybe he does it before the debates. It's the only time he actually sounds coherent. <laughs> doesn't sound coherent in speeches. Doesn't sound coherent in press conferences. right? But when he's got that little thing in his ear and they're feeding him lines, all of a sudden he's like a moderate performer, a decent puppet for the puppeteers and the puppet masters. So, yeah, I mean, you know, that's, that's the explanation. Chaos, you know, you, you, you look to, you look to the most obvious suspect first. And in this case, that's Hunter Biden. And if they can eliminate him and find somebody else, you know, sure thing. Okay. How did that guy break into the Pelosi's house against all security in his underwear to attack her husband? Well, the most obvious answer is he was invited in and then they had a panic, right? That's that's most likely what happened. Not just a random dude bypassing all the... In his underwear, bypassing all the cameras, right? Having a conversation with Paul Pelosi, you know, before attacking him with a hammer when the police got there. Seems a little suspicious. In his
2: underwear? I didn't realize that.
1: Oh, uh, whatever. You know, they...
2: Okay,
1: there were there were accusations that he was a male prostitute or something or other. I'm not gonna. We need not get into that, but you know, either way, right? He didn't. the The intent wasn't necessarily to go there and attack, uh, at least right away, because he was in there for some time. Right, they were having a conversation. Paul Pelosi at some point excused himself to go to the bathroom, and that's when the nine one one call was made. Right. The, the, the attacker had ample time to attack if he broke if if he had bypassed all that security, broken into the house, right, and was going after Paul Pelosi for, you know, for violence, he had plenty of time to do that. But he waited until the police got there with the body cams on to then take a swing. Right? I'm not saying that's not exactly what happened. I'm just saying that it's suspicious if that's how it went down, in fact. And same with the Hunter Biden thing, right, I'm not saying it was Hunter Biden, but he is he is suspect number one, prime candidate for yes, this is Hunter's, right? And I would need I would need sufficient evidence to the contrary, and it doesn't have to be sufficient evidence clearing him, right? Like I don't need evidence of Hunter's innocence, uh, I need clearer evidence of someone else's guilt. Right, for, for me to, to move my opinion on that one. Otherwise, seems clear to me.
2: Could I make a comment about the topic that was discussed before about the passports?
1: Uh, well, sure, we can get into the headline here. Uh, I'll just read the one for you, Cass. Wisconsin, uh, where oh nowhere is it? The wait for U.S. passports is creating travel purgatory and snarling summer plans. Now, I brought this up because you just went through this, uh, you know, a month or two ago, KS, trying to yeah. get to your trip. And I went, hey, look at that. You know, he's not the only one. Um, so go ahead. Comment.
2: Just a, sh- a brief observation about this. The coronavirus lockdown was something that everybody experienced, not only the government and but the private sector. And the government is saying, well, the reason now that we are so backlogged is because during covid um, there weren't many people traveling, so they cut way back on their um, personnel handling this. And now that COVID is back on, um, they're they're short-staffed. Well, airlines and the whole tourist business experienced the same sort of thing, and they don't have any troubles issuing tickets for millions of people to travel, and they they adjusted. But the government just is, this this is a, well, I mean, millions of people are are traveling. I mean, here the the government can't handle 400,000 passports, but uh, certainly millions more people are traveling. um, And um, you are, okay, let me get the, the, just the difference here between the, the, the market response and the government response under changing circumstances government can't and so it's a it right. should be an obvious case of of um, incompetence of government i mean just issuing a little passport it's just an id they could they could do it in 10 minutes um and they don't they take 13 weeks
1: okay and, and again you're right that the market does respond quicker than mm-hmm. the government um uh, but earlier on right they were issuing tickets and then not fulfilling them, right? Because they were, uh, because they were understaffed, right? And you can call this government regulation as well, right? Like the, we're hamstrung by government regulations, because airline pilots are only allowed to travel eight, eight hours in a 24-hour period. right? If we could work them to the bone and make them run doubles back and forth, and we could fulfill all the passenger you know, requests that you got. Um, You're
2: talking about the airlines, is that right?
1: Yeah, the airlines were early on, like they, they may have recovered by now because, as you said, they, the market responds quicker, right? But early on, when, when travel first started coming back, right, they were canceling flights because they didn't have staff to run it. Like, we, we don't have enough pilots hired. We don't have enough, you know, we don't have enough stewardesses or whatever they call those people now.
0: All right.
1: Here's, here's a quick headline no, for but you. They, Just,
0: they,
2: yeah, okay, go ahead. Here's but a quick headline. They, they, Mm-hmm. They canceled a flight, but people adjusted to other flights. You can't travel at all without a passport. And so if the passport agency can't issue a passport, people are stuck. It's not like they can choose a different airline or a different passport company. Um, it's a monopoly of border control. So
1: Sure. So here's I mean, a headline. And so therefore, it should I'm be gonna a read this priority. Headline. I'm
2: just going to mute it. Okay, you. okay. Yeah,
1: here's yeah. a headline, just again, so t- t- for comparison for you, right? Yeah. This is from Saturday, last week Saturday, the 1st of July. Mm. United CEO forced to apologize for taking private jet after airline cancels hundreds of flights. So United Airline, private company, right? Stranded, hundreds of people, uh, you know, across the country, mostly in New York. Uh, Scott, Scott Kirby apologized Friday for hopping on a private plane to get out of the New York area earlier this week while thousands of United passengers were stranded because the airline canceled so many flights, right? I sincerely apologize to the customers, yada, 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 right? So they sold these people flights, right, and said, ah, right, no, we, we can provide you travel from here to there, and then didn't, right? United it, canceled the, 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 750 the flights.
2: I- the great thing I see about that is that there's an, shame and embarrassment about doing it, and he apologized, which is something well it, he didn't like,
1: apologize for canceling the flights he apologized for taking his own private jet after all the flights yeah, had been canceled
2: right yeah okay so yeah I mean so there's a it's a public relations um, uh, black mark for him so yeah. uh, so he apologizes yeah and yeah I mean uh, now the united the, the us president. Is flying around on a personal jet that we all pay for taxes um yep. and does he ever apologize that oh i'm i'm flying to lithuania this week and uh, sorry if you can't make it because i can't issue passports by the hundreds of thousands no there's oh. no embarrassment from the ceo of the of the government uh, nor from for, the
1: climate authoritarians who take their private <laughs> jet from hither to yon to tell us to right. stop driving our cars right
2: so it may not be perfect with United Airlines, but the, there is a difference in attitude. The public doesn't like it when uh, CEOs behave that way, yeah. but they tolerate it with government CEOs um, because they have no choice about it and they assume it's inevitable. Right, but and I, they have to pay but, for it too. <laughs>
1: right, I'm I'm not arguing any of that. I'm just yeah. pointing out that there there are still shortages right in the private sector, mm. um, as as evidence as recently as last week, right. Where
2: for and the great thing about, yeah, that, I mean, if United behaves badly towards its customers, the next time customers are going to say, well, I don't trust United. I'm going to go on American or um, Southwest or uh, I'll choose another airline because they can.
1: Yep. So what you can do, right, is you can find one of those smaller countries where you can purchase a passport from them, right, as they try to build up whatever, credibility they get from offering passports and you can you can be dual a dual passport citizen of that country instead of waiting in line for the united states one depending on where they're allowed to travel right so yeah yes yeah. it's it's limited obviously right but there is mm-hmm. still competition in the passport marketplace you know for getting travel documents right? yeah. and there's a I mean. ranking Right, you can get a passport. Right, what's the best passport to carry, depending on where you want to go? Right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I don't uh, the the United States is rarely at the top of that list. Right, there are other passports that get you into more countries um, than the United States allows, or that that will allow United States citizens to come in. So,
2: there, you know, the, yeah, good point, good point. There are even there with government, there. even
1: with government restrictions, right? The the market provides. And, as, as noted earlier... Well,
2: it's it, it's not so easy to buy a passport from another country as it is to get a ticket from another airline. I mean, there are all kinds of... Most of these other countries have extraordinary conditions for getting a passport. You know, you have to have residency for five years, you have to pay $10,000, you have to uh, um, show business uh, bank accounts. Um, I mean... It, there are maybe one or two Saint Kitts in Pitcairn. Uh, maybe they there are certain island countries that may offer those, but those are very limited in in the use of that passport. Other ones, I don't know. I've looked into it a bit and it's not easy getting these um um passports in other countries.
1: Right. I'm 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 not saying it's, you know, as easy as buying a plane ticket online, but If you're waiting 13 weeks, right, for an American passport um, and they're they're saying, you know, hey, we can have your paperwork done in, you know, however long, less than that, right?
2: Mm. Well, it's never that, never less than that in another country. To get a new passport, I don't know of any country that would be under a year at least.
1: Yeah. So you mentioned St. Kitts, St. Kitts, Nevis, and Vanuatu, two months to get a passport by participating in whatever program they have.
2: You can do that online? Or do you uh, have to be a resident there?
1: No, no, no. This is how to get a second passport.
2: But you have to be there in person, though, don't you?
1: I don't know. I don't think so.
2: Okay. <laughs> and if you do have to be there in person, you can't even get out of the U.S. without getting get a passport Never here right. first. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Turkey is one of the one of the countries that offers citizenship easily. Also, by investment, Dominica is on the list.
2: What do they count? I mean, what are the conditions for easily in Turkey?
1: I don't know. Let's read the article.
2: Yeah, okay. Um, I'll bet it still involves a couple of years of residency and um, bank accounts and all kinds of conditions. I mean, yeah, easier compared than, than the U.S., for sure, but, uh, yeah. Portugal's I, golden. Also people, donations. Sub, people are able to get um, dual citizenship with um you know if their ancestors were from the netherlands for example i suppose you can get that okay uh, headlines yeah.
1: turkey uh if you're interested turkey citizen by investment real estate acquisition so four hundred thousand dollars of real estate the process is quick and you may expect to get your citizenship in less than six months uh, over 18 clean criminal record made a qualifying investment. And you've never stayed in Turkey illegally.
2: Well, oh, that's a lot of dec- documentation.
1: <laughs> really? It sounded like three pieces of documentation.
2: Well, age, e- age? Okay. And money. What did you What did you say the investment was?
1: Uh you have to dollars? buy land worth four hundred thousand dollars or more. Or, or okay, or I'd property. say
2: that that limits the. Uh, um, the scope of of who can get into that for one thing. Well, to buy a piece of land. Seems cheaper than buying property in Hawaii. Well, you've got to, I can afford
1: property in Turkey. All of a sudden I can't afford to get my own house in my homeland.
2: Yeah. Okay. Um, I would guess that there's a lot of paperwork in buying a property in Turkey. And four hundred thousand dollars is not you know is um that's a pretty big steep price
1: I got you, but compare it to the you know the marginal home price in Hawaii right now right
2: what yeah, yeah, so
1: it's not unreasonable by yeah, comparison but, but
2: compare it to an airplane ticket no i mean you you, you you're talking about um the ease with getting a, a passport versus um, the ease with getting an airplane ticket that's going to get you somewhere i think that getting a passport in another country is a lot more difficult than
1: all right well vanuatu 130,000 and you get it in 1 to 2 months and you can visit 96 countries with it still not as cheap as an airline ticket right <laughs> but now, but <laughs> yeah. now you're talking dual citizenship right and you get something back for your investment because you're, you're, you know.
2: All right. Well, there were other things that were listed in terms of Turkey. You have to prove a, um, you know, a clean record. Uh, you have to have, what were the other things in Turkey? I'm, I'm guessing that Vanuatu is also going to require some kinds of other paperwork. I mean, you know how long it takes to get just paperwork. I mean, yes, you may have it, but. Well, to, they, said one t- it all together? they said one to two months. That they process it, but. But you still have to submit the, okay. the paperwork that they need. All right,
1: Turkey. Over the age of eighteen, clean criminal record, made the qualifying investment, and never stayed in Turkey illegally. So,
2: yeah, that's um,
1: ID crazy. card, no. background check, and four hundred thousand dollars.
2: Okay.
1: I mean, again, I'm not saying it's as easy as an airline ticket, right? But if if you're having trouble visiting some place that you want to go to. Right? Because the United States passport doesn't get you there. You know, Turkey's on the list. Anything else about the passport weight? No. Anything else at all? No. All right, let's wrap it up then. That'll do it for us. You guys know where to find us. Anarchistexperience.com on telegram, t.me slash anarchistexperience, or t.me slash the anarchist experience. And for UKS, that's where all these show prep articles are posted ahead of time. As I, <laughs> as I find them, that's where they go. Uh, if, and if you need help setting up Telegram, like, you know, look to your left and talk to MC over there. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm sure he can help you get it on your phone and get all the appropriate things set up. It's, it's just another messenger. Um, if you would like to contribute to the show financially, we do that through Patreon, patreon.com slash Experience. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll talk to you all next week. Peace. Allah